Welcome to From Passion to Paycheck. This is a podcast for boss babes who are ready to ditch the nine to five grind and move forward in their dream life as a business owner. I'm your host, Danielle Driso, business, life strategist, life coach, and expert in helping you fearlessly pursue your dreams. So if you're ready to move towards a life you love and you need a little helpful nudge to get there, then you're in the right place. So I promise to bring you every single episode, either an inspirational story or a mentor or a tip or trick to help you create the business that you absolutely love. So if you are ready to change your life one episode at a time, then you are in for a treat. I can't wait to get started. So let's get rocking and rolling. And I'm so honored to be in your ear. Hello, hello, boss babes, and welcome to another episode of From Passion to Paycheck. Today, I'm so, so, so excited because I am actually sharing with you guys answers to some questions that I got asked by you in my private Facebook group. If you're not already in that Facebook group, it is called The Boss Babe Vibe Tribe on Facebook. Come hang out. It's where I do live streams all the time. I do trainings in there. Everyone in there is the first to know all about any program that I release, and I'm in there always answering questions and hanging out, and it's just a group of loving, supportive, incredible women where you can share whatever you want to share in there. You can promote some days, but really, it's all about just being a tribe of boss babes who are there to support each other no matter what. I originally created this whole group as a support system for people who didn't really feel supported in their business. And like for me, when I started, that was 100% me and Facebook groups were my go-to to ask questions, to find friends, to see who else was doing what I was doing because I felt so alone in my little city being the only person who I thought was doing what I was doing and to explain that to people was hard and to tell people that I wanted to work from home was hard and so with this lucky for you you get this incredible supportive little group that you can tap into anytime when you need some extra love from your boss babe sisters so guess what it's open so go ahead and hang out in there it's totally free And it's just so incredible. And so I asked you guys in this group because it's been one year in my business, like one year as a business owner. A year ago on, I think it was Saturday, November 18th, I signed up for a business number like a year ago. I signed up for a business number, which is in Alberta. That's what we sign up for. It might be different where you are at, but that's what I signed up for. And it was so scary. And I remember being like, Oh, just like so nervous and scared. And I remember because I hired a coach before I even started. I remember being like, oh my God, I don't even know what to do. Like, what does this even mean? And it was terrifying because I started my whole business two years ago, actually, as a as a coach, as a health coach. And I was working with uh, MLM at the time, and I was three jobs in (laughs) on top of that. And I was working 55 hours a week, and I was just broke as a joke. I was a post-grad, so I was trying to get my life together. And it was just a gong show. And that was just two years ago, and it was a gong show. And one year ago, I decided enough was enough. I was going to apply for my business number, and I was going to build a business solo 
on my own and slowly through this past year, so many incredible things have happened. Like this past year, since last November, not only did I quit my job, so I kind of eased out of several jobs and then I officially quit my final job in July of this year. So yes, things take time. Um, They don't have to take as much time as you think they do, but things do take time. And for me, it did take time for me to be able to leave that job, but I did, and it was glorious. Um, I ended a really big relationship that was massive, but I'm so happy because it was draining a lot of my energy that I didn't even know and holding me back in a lot of ways. And so that's one thing that happened too. I went to Sedona for a business retreat. I went to Nordic Alberta for a conference. I, I've just, I feel like I've gone all over. I've done so much traveling and it's so crazy to me because a year ago I created a vision board, um, for my business. (laughs) Based on core desired feelings, which is, um, that's a method by Danielle Laporte. So the desire map is like one of my favorite journals. Um, and if you need a little, um, affiliate link, let me know, go ahead and message the, uh, teams drive and shine at gmail.com. And we can send you a link if you want to buy a desire map or I have the truth bomb cards and they're amazing. And I can send that your way. But I made this vision board based on these five words. And one of them was love. One of them is limitless. One of them is freedom. One of them is peace. And one of them is joy. And a lot of it came from that was traveling and being free and not working out, like waking up with an alarm clock to go to work. And it was just on my own terms. And it wasn't like I just put this vision board up on my wall and all of a sudden it all happened. It was like I put this vision board up on my wall and was reminded every single day of what I was working towards. So every single day I got up and I would look at this vision board and remember why I was doing what I was doing. And I still have that vision board on my wall right now. And I'm looking at it right now. And still to this day, it reminds me why I do what I do and why I'm still here showing up a year later every single day. And so I asked you guys what you guys wanted to know from my one year in business, like what you guys wanted to know. And so I'm going to respond right now to all the questions. I got one, two, three, four, five really good questions. So I'm going to respond on here because I thought it'd be easier to talk for long periods of time on a podcast as opposed to just doing a Facebook live. So let's dive into it. So the first question I got was from Christina. Um, by the way, keep in mind, I've only read through these once, so I might stumble reading them out loud, but you'll get my honest first look at this question and you'll get my honest first answer. So, which is really cool. So what was the hardest lesson you learned from your first year? That was Christina's. She also says you bomb.com and I'm thankful I found you. Well, Christina, I met you in person and I love you. And I'm so thankful that you found me too. And I'm so thankful that I found you. And yes, so much love. So what the, what the hardest lesson I learned for my first year? Um, it would have to be listening to myself. And that sounds ridiculous, but it's true. So within my first year of business, um, a lot of stuff was going on where I wasn't trusting my gut. So listening to myself, even though I might not want to hear what my body, my heart, and my soul have to say... No matter how much I want to live in ego land where um, nothing can go wrong and everything works out how I force it to, 
I'm really listening to myself and what I want because your gut is never going to leave you astray, right? It's never going to lead you somewhere weird um, that you're not supposed to be. You're always on the right path. And when I was building this vision board, believe it or not, I was really upset. This was like a year ago, okay? And I was upset by myself because I didn't include my person in it, the person who I was dating at the time. They weren't in my vision board, And I was like, oh my God, that's awful. I'm such a bad girlfriend for not thinking of them as my, one of my top five people or one of my top five things that I want to grow on. And there was a lot of things that happened throughout this year that I feel like I would be way ahead of myself than I am right now, if I would have listened to. And one of them was ending that relationship or walking away because I wasn't being treated amazing I was being treating being I was being treated okay like it wasn't a terrible relationship by any means. It was just okay. And I wanted so much more than that. I wanted to wake up every morning absolutely freaking in love with my life and that person. And the more that they didn't want to grow with me, the more I tried to drag them into growing with me and that held me back a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And it gave all my energy to this person where I was worried about if they were happy or, oh, like, what's going to happen if I want to go to Sedona? And, like, what's going to happen if I want to go to Rome one day? What's going to happen if I want to make this much money? And what's going to happen if I want to do this or live here? If I want to move out, like, what's going to happen then? And for me, it was so hard to just be real with myself and let myself know, okay, it's safe to leave this relationship. It's safe to walk away. And I know that he was feeling the same way because he actually brought up the breakup. And I remember telling my friends and they're like, well, I feel like on some level you wanted this. And I was like, yeah, duh, (laughs) because you always get what you want. And I didn't want to agree, like admit that to myself that that's what I wanted. I didn't want to admit it to myself that maybe that relationship wasn't meant for me because for me, I was going to marry that man. And really, it just wasn't meant to be. So how that can translate for you is if there's something that you're not listening to yourself about, then you need to listen to yourself no matter how hard it is to listen to yourself. No matter how much it makes you uncomfortable, no matter how much you're like, no, but I don't want to admit that to myself. Just listen to yourself. It makes life a lot easier because the minute that I realized that after the relationship ended, I felt so powerful and empowered and just so in my element and joyful that I wish I would have admitted that to myself a long time ago because I finally felt free. I finally felt free, free to do whatever I wanted to and free to accomplish whatever I wanted to and free to be whatever I wanted to, right? So that's the most important thing, okay? So that was your question. I hope that answered your question, but listen to yourself always. Whatever you are promoting, if you want to leave your job, if you want to start your business, if you want to hire that coach, if you want to ask that boy out, just do it. Listen to yourself and do it. And the scariest thing that could happen is that you get a little bit embarrassed, but you are still a powerhouse for doing it, right? You might be embarrassed or sad or whatever, but really you have more power in the doing of it than just thinking of it, right? So no matter what the outcome is, you are more powerful when you actually act on it, right? Okay, Kelly. Kelly says, yay, congrats, congrats, congrats. Thanks, Kelly. That's amazing. Oh, she says she has plans to leave her day job by the end of January. Hell yeah. And work full-time on my business slash purpose. So your story has been beyond inspiring. Oh, Kelly, you're amazing. Okay, 
She asks a couple questions. So the first one is, how essential is being tech savvy in your business when you first start? Oh my God, this is such a good question because I hate tech. (laughs) I'm not a tech person at all. And I just, I can't do it. So for me, it's not essential. Totally not essential. You can sell a program without a, without a page. You can sell a a one-on-one package without a website. It doesn't matter. It's the just doing it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. So I would say it doesn't matter how tech savvy you are. There's certain things that you can set up to make life easier, like accepting payments on PayPal and like all that stuff. But realistically, what really matters is showing up, sharing your work and actually like sharing what you're doing and actually showing up online and talking about your offers and all that stuff. So that's what I would say is don't worry about tech. Don't worry about strategy. Don't worry about all those things that everyone tells you that you need. All you need is your heart and some hustle and not hustle in the aspect of overworking yourself, but hustle in the aspect of showing up every day and sharing your work. That's what you need. In the end, all you need is you and your work and the balls to show up and share it, okay? So tech doesn't really matter, but you can find so much stuff on that that where you can like have some help setting it up and stuff like that if there is something that you really need. Like if you wanted to, Kelly, if um, really setting up like minor tech stuff is kind of something that you want as a part of your business, in my program, Passion to Paycheck, which is what this podcast is based off of, if you go to striveandshine.ca and you go under my programs and courses, there's Passion to Paycheck. It's open for enrollment all the time. And you can actually sign up and part of it goes through everything that you need to know foundationally for your business when you first get started. And part of it is tech as well and like minor tech just to help you out. And I have my tech guru, Claire. She actually created modules for you guys on that. And so it's really incredible. So if you wanted help, you can go there as well, but you don't need tech. Okay. It's just a tool. It's a tool to help you. So it's helpful, but you don't need it. Okay. If you could do anything differently in business, what would it be? Ah, listening to myself. (laughs) Refer to question one. (laughs) But it's so true. Like, listening, listen to yourself. Trust yourself. Just really learn to accept where you're at and trust where you're going, right? Okay, so there's a third question from Kelly. I love these questions. So good. So she asks her final question, which is how did you work through the pushback you were receiving from worried, concerned, logical in quotes, family members and friends about starting your business? Oh, so good. I think I'll do a whole podcast on this one day, but for me, it was just trusting where I was going back to back to number one. But really it was having so much conviction in myself that no one had really a chance to not have conviction in me. So when I started, everyone was like, why did you quit your job? What are you doing with your life? Blah, 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 blah. And really it was, I know where I'm going and just watch me. And so it's come to the point where I said to my mom before I left Sedona, I said, mom, I think, and she's my bookkeeper. (laughs) So if you didn't know that already, she was the first member of team Stratton because um, I am a total hot mess person and she used to own a business. So she, I, I hired her as my bookkeeper. So before, I was handing her all these receipts before, before I left for Sedona. And I said, Bob, I think I'm going to be a millionaire by the time I'm 30. And she said, I know. 
And I was like, what? Because she was the first person to be like, do you know what you're doing? Are you sure you're okay? Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, like really worried and concerned. And I just stuck to it. And it was to the point where sometimes you have to tell people, I'm actually not going to talk about this to you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I actually don't feel comfortable talking about this to you. Or just playing it off and, like, not worrying about what people say and saying thank you. Like, sometimes when I swear online, my dad's like, Danielle, like, you need to not swear. And I just say, thanks, Dad. Love you. I used to get so bent and tied in a knot when he used to say stuff about my content. And now I just say, you know what? Thank you. Love you. Because I know it comes from a place of concern. So recognize where they're coming from and just keep doing you. And just keep running forward with your blinders on. And you don't need to stop at every single pit stop along the way. Just run, run, run. Okay? And run with the people who are actually going to run with you. Don't run with the people who are going to hold you back, right? So that's something that's super important. I will promise I will do a full episode on that one day. Okay, I promise. These are so good. And then she said, damn, Daniel, I'm full of questions. Thank you so much in advance. I love that. That's what my cousin says to me all the time. Damn, Daniel. Uh, Okay. Cassie says... When did you feel like you could finally make it happen in your business? How did it feel? Were you you surprised at your success? Oh, man. Oh, man. What a good question. Okay. When did I feel like I could finally make it at my business? Uh, I don't know. I'll let you know when it happens. (laughs) But it's a decision, right? So I never felt like, oh, God, yes, of course I'm going to make it at my business. There was always a fear. But it was just making the decision. So, like, I hired a coach before I thought I was ready to hire a coach. I took courses that I didn't really feel ready to take, but I knew that if I made the decision to finish the course, I would get results. I hired crazy expensive coaches that I knew because if I committed to that, if I paid that coach, if I that I there was no way that I could fail. I literally could not fail because I literally just put X amount of money out where uh, if I failed, I couldn't eat. So (laughs) there was not an option for failure. And for me, it was putting myself in those uncomfortable positions where it like was not an option to fail. And I'm not telling you to get risky and like ballsy, but (laughs) I'm telling you that you're never going to feel like, oh, this is so easy. Like it's a choice to feel that way where you can, that you can choose to trust and you can choose to do decisions and just trust that it's going to work out. But there's never a point where it's just going to fall into place until you decide to make it fall into place. Right. So until you decide that you will be successful, no one's going to tell you you're going to be successful. And honestly, for me, it's like, I haven't made it yet. You know what I mean? So for me, I have bigger goals. So if you are like me and you're a high achiever and ambitious AF, <laughs> you're never going to feel like you're, you're going to make it at your business. You're going to feel like, okay, where's the next step? What's the next step? What's the next step? And so with that, was I surprised at my success? No, because I made the decision to make it happen. So I wasn't surprised because I decided to make it happen. And when I made it happen, it was like, awesome. Now what next? Now what next? And what next? So it was really like taking the first step up the staircase, right? So there's no elevator to success. That sounds so lame, and I'm pretty sure that's like a quote or something. Um, So whoever quoted that, go Google that. But it was really about taking the first step and just, you know, keep on going and keep on taking steps that are actually going to move you forward, not steps that are going to keep you in the same place. 
right? Like, just because you're jumping on one step doesn't mean you're not, like, that you're going to get up the stairs. You have to step forward. You can't just jump in one place, right? And so make those decisions and decide that you're going to be successful right now. And just like I said before, hire the coach, ask the boy out, do whatever you need to do to get yourself really uncomfortable and making massive strides, okay? I hope that helped. Um, Yeah, because you're never going to, and I think, I'm pretty sure I have a, a podcast on success too that you can go back to. I'm pretty sure there's one There's like success is a feeling because it totally is. Success is a state of mind. It's not, um, it's not a milestone. It's a state of mind. It happens on the inside, right? So that was Cassie's question. Josephine, she says, happy biz birth anniversary, <laughs> Danny. Thank you. Her question is, how do you inspire a high level of interaction and keep your group programs high vibe? Ooh, such a good question. So this is going to sound like a cop-out answer, but it's not. Um, I am high vibe at a core. (laughs) I honestly bring, the more that I infuse my programs with me, the more high vibe they are. So I strongly am just the type of person who I like silver linings are kind of my jam and I love everything joy and so I infuse the most of myself into that and keeping it high vibe is really an intention that I set from the start so like right now I'm selling my new program the ignite your inner goddess program if you want to go to that go to striveandshine.ca slash goddess status to to join um but with that program it was the intention of transformation sometimes it's the intention of a number results. Sometimes it's the intention of um, just someone feeling like transformation, joy, or like hopefulness or something. But for me, it was like, I wanted this to be a power source for massive transformation for people. For a passionate paycheck, it was, I want people, people to feel confident creating something that's truly theirs. So the intention that you set at the beginning um, will be what carries through the program. So a high level of interaction, stuff like that, is you go in every single day with the energy that you want people to show up to it as, and including in the launch. So in the launch, you show up every single day with the exact same energy that you want people to show up to that program with, right? I hope that makes sense. If it doesn't, ask it, ask again in the group, and maybe I can do another podcast on it. Okay, last question. Andrea... She said, congrats on your first year being in the books, girl. Thank you, Andrea. My question, when it didn't look like it would happen, what do you say to yourself to keep the faith? Oh, man, it always looks like it's not going to happen. But what I say to myself every time is that I decide to make it happen. So when it doesn't look like it's going to happen, I just remind myself that I am the creator of my own reality. So if I choose to hold the faith, hold the vision, and to truly believe that it's possible, then there is no reason why it can't happen. And really what that is, is that's creating your faith to be stronger than your fear, always. And so every single time that it's not happening, I go back to, well, of course it's going to happen because I am a child of God, or you can say a part of the universe, or you can say... um, a piece of the divine, whatever you choose. But I actually have a mantra in my phone that says, I am a fucking goddess. 
And if I'm a fucking goddess, I have the power to make my reality shift. And if I'm a goddess, I have the power to create epic transformation in my life. And if I'm a goddess, I have everything I need inside myself. And I have the right to greatness, right? So whatever you need to create for yourself, that's one of my mantras. I have so many mantras in my phone, um, believe it or not, that are like my mantras for holding the faith. And I would highly recommend to go through what your fear is, what your fear really is when it comes down to it, and then create a mantra that reverses that fear. And that's where you want to live. You want to live in faith. You don't want to live in fear. So that would be my answer to that. I can do a podcast on every single one of these questions. I wanted to answer them really quickly for you, just in case you were dying for the answers because you asked me a couple days ago. So I wanted to make sure that those questions were answered for you all. But don't worry, I will go in depth in the future with a lot of these questions because they're so juicy and they're so good. But I hope that this rocked your world. And one thing that I want you to know all of you, thank you so much for your questions. If you have more questions, feel free to go ask in the Boss Babe Vibe Tribe. I would love to touch more on this or do a Facebook Live or do a podcast on it or whatever. But one thing that I want you to understand is that everyone's on their own journey and don't compare your journey to anyone else's. Because when I first started, it felt like it would take forever for me to get the results that I, that I have right now. And to be honest, it's still, I still feel like I could do better all the time. So don't ever feel like, oh my God, why isn't this happening? Oh my God, why is it not happening quick enough? All this stuff. Decide that you are on on your own journey because you are and decide to make it happen because you have that power and everything else will just fall into place. But get strong in what you have in this world to give. And trust in yourself and believe in yourself. Okay. I love you guys so much. I hope this rocked your world. If you have more questions, leave them in the Boss Babe Vibe Tribe or please leave a review on iTunes. I would be forever grateful and love you so much if you could do that. And I hope you have such a great day and such an incredible rest of your week. And I can't wait to see you next time on From Passion to Paycheck. Did you love, love, love this episode? If you did, then I want to hear about it. I want you to go ahead and head over to striveandshine.ca. In the bottom right-hand corner, there is a little tiny email button where you can send me your thoughts, your questions, your concerns, what you want to hear more of on the show. And I would be forever thankful for your feedback. So thank you so much for hanging out with me. I can't wait to hang out with you again. And I will see you guys next time on From Passion to Paycheck.